So Flex, I, I don't know if you're going to give us some exclusives tonight. 100%. Yo, what's up? It's 100%. your boy Ajo, and you're listening to Nouvel Live podcast. Hip hop all day, hip hop Uganda, hosted by your main man Nouvel Sean. You can also catch him on NouvelLive.org. The song is titled uh, Chapter Gay, which is just uh, giving Chapter Gay his flowers. You know when he's still alive. Um, I did this song in 2018 with Mio Maid when Chapter Gay had just won the first medal before all these others that you want. So I just did it as a freestyle and it was my own personal song. I never expected to feature other guys. So when I was doing the album, I decided to actually get other rappers on it than getting uh, separate collabos for everyone. Hi, what's up, people? This is Aggie, the Royal Highness, and you're listening to... Then what's up, America? I cannot wait uh, to jump into the album just to listen to Chapter Gay. That's that's a, a serious lineup right there, and um, I, I like the fact that you know you pay homage, you give the, the man his flowers, and you say that that project was worked on in 2018, right? Yes, it was. Interesting, and uh, it looks like you had that prophetic eye, like you would win something more. Uh, I mean, I think this should be like the soundtrack for every time. A Ugandan athlete wins um, something out there, or even like morale boosting. I don't know if you have plans for that. I think that's you the know, whole to, idea, to... actually. Yeah, the whole idea is to do a song. The, when we're doing this song, it was because it's just like run this game, like you know, like uh, making wins, yeah, like yeah. you get it. Eh? Yes, so it's different. It's not just about him being an athlete. You're referring to him just as the you get. Is a benchmark or something right, cool. you get. All right, cool. Uh, let's dive into the intro. Let's get this started. Uh, we're just warming up. And uh, okay, uh, ladies and gentlemen, Flex the Paper, Kampala Boy, aka Pressy uh, Gabo Julius, uh, Alex. I mean, which other names? Uh, Class City is what? Fresh <laughs> the Fresh Prince of Class City, yeah. Uh, Prince of Class City um, until Kampala Boy. So you've been through all those transitions. The journey from Azalia, I think 2010? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's or true. 2011? 2010, yeah, towards I, December, I think, I think, when we did the first songs, like the first official songs on Radio and TV, that is uh, Burning. Then we did a song with uh, Big Trill, Party Life. You get, that was all 2010 coming into 2011, yeah. I think it was around 2011. Uh, I th- yeah, I think because that's when maybe the songs moved. But 2010, they were already out yeah. towards the end of 2010. Yeah. So, um, how has the journey been like? 10 years plus. Bro, it's been a tight one. I won't lie. <laughs> uh, it's, been, uh, it's been also at the same time, like uh, the wins and losses, you know. Actually, lessons, not losses. Because at the end of the day, you know what you're doing this for, you get. Because everyone will always keep telling you, you can't do hip-hop in Uganda, you can't rap in Uganda, look at what's on the charts, look at what's uh, playing in the clubs, look at this, you know. But if you know what you want, then you can't look at that, you get. So the 10 years plus, like you're saying, but actually like 10 years, I think, proper 10 years, I think it's uh, it's been a positive thing on my end because I'm doing something that I love. And at the same time, I'm inspiring some people 
which I think is what's most important. That whenever I get a message from someone who likes what I've done, or someone who's telling me, "Oh man, you don't know what you did for me when I was in S4, I listened to this song when I was in campus, I did this," I think that's what's special, inspiring another person. Yeah. Uh, about that time, I was I think I was still in high school. Most people think Nuve is a super triple OG, but uh, I just happened to have access and maybe love to these things as early on. <laughs> I also thought you were an OG. I'm, I'm just a young OG. Because uh, <laughs> around 2011, the myth was dropped. Pardon? Around, around that time. Did you get me? Sorry, I didn't get you. You said that around that time? Around that time, the myth was dropping uh, September rain. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. One of the hardest projects out of Uganda yeah. and yes. And you know, rooftop was the thing. Bro, Garden City. I can't forget that day. Bobby Wine <laughs> came through. I mean, Bobby Wine, you guys. <laughs> Bobby Wine came for the myth you know. project, you know? And, and and we had these holiday programs, you know, secondary school, what? And um, so I, I, I lie about it, you know. I, I, I grew up in Bugos, Luzera, those areas, so I was in you know, the places nearby. And I had to, you know, represent one way or the other yeah. uh, with my people. And nonetheless, the talk is not really about me, but I just wanted to show how far we go back even when our paths had never crossed yes. one way or the other. Yes. Yeah. Um, um, we should be doing a 10 years of uh, flex anytime soon. <laughs> I hope so. Uh, what's crazy though is uh, when you speak about the myth, I remember the first time I went to studio with the myth. Uh, we linked up through yes. a guy called Lyrical Proof. Lyrical Proof. So Lyrical Proof was uh, very close with the myth at that time, you know. Uh, of course, they're still close. <laughs> Shout out to the myth, I see you. Uh, Lyrical Proof was one of the hardest guys at the moment, you know, when we were growing up. So he listened to my songs and he's like, you know what, we need to jump into the studio. So I'm like, you know what, I have this beat, blah, blah, blah. He's like, no, I have another beat. So he gives me another beat. So the beat he gives me, he's like, let's show this to the myth and see if he likes it. And when the myth listened to it, he liked it, and boom. My first time to make a song with these big guys. So that's how it started, <laughs> to be honest. You get So from that time up to now, yeah, still a solid guy. Shout out to the myth. Yo. Um, well, you're, you're one of the people who had uh, projects with Alan Tonics when, you know, it was a big deal. Yeah, he's still actually a big deal. Earlier. Yes, he's still a big deal. Like when he was a big deal earlier. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, yeah, we did that with Tonics in 2012. We had just dropped a uh, burning. We had also done the song with a uh, big trio, Party Life, which had just done some countdowns in Kampala. I think at that time, the Sanyo FMs and all that for 100. So when I linked up with Tonics, it was just all pure vibes, love, nothing for money, no paying for anything, nothing at all. So Ethan had a beat that he had just made. And Ethan's like, you know what? Since Tonics wants to work, this is the perfect beat for Tonics. So one of our friends is called uh, uh, Cash Kutesa. Capture, I mean, sorry. So Cash gives it to Alan Tonics. 
then one night in Casablanca, Tonics is like, yo, I'm living in Casablanca. I want to send you something. The next day in the morning, I wake up and I had vocals on my email. Tonics had recorded everything at his end. So it was just a blessing. Everything just moved smoothly, the video and all that. Before we knew it was on Channel O and things like that. And I was like, wow. You know, you're just a kid in first year, you know? So all this to me was really moving fast at that moment. Yet, so, yeah. I think when I watched your music on Channel or that's when I knew I would do something within UJ Hip Hop. Yeah. Because at that time, that was I, a big I station, yeah. You know, I, I like these are people within my my bracket. Like, yes. I'm, okay, I've been inspired by the clear cut, but then is there anyone within my age bracket? Yes. Is there anyone doing it? You know, within you know uh, my my reality and all. Yeah. So there is this interesting story as we explore your journey, Baru. Uh, commissioned me to do uh, a film script for him. Yes. My other life, I write film. Okay. And when I, because uh, it was uh, about, you know, his life and all, so yes. we were trying to do some sort of documentary. He wanted like a basic documentary. He did not realize that I could actually write uh, a script for film and compositions and all. Yes. Then when he was telling me about how he started production he tells me you had a laptop yes earlier on at campus yeah and that's how he got to produce yeah that's actually fact you know that's that's wild yeah that's wild man yeah no it's big fact so in other words i'm, I'm trying to give you your flowers <laughs> at this point <laughs> thank you thank you but no like i think it's not even about that who would you yes yeah, yeah. Mm. like who knew? I mean, you know, there are amazing stories behind the scene. Yes. Uh, what happened actually exactly? I was doing IT at Makere with Baru. So Baru hits me up. He's like, yo, bro, I've seen your song on TV. I need to learn how to produce, blah, 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 you know. So I'm like, oh, okay. Do you have anything you've done before? He's like, no, I don't have anything, but I have the interest you get. So I used to have a laptop that I wasn't using, you know, in school. Of course, it's meant to do coursework and all that, but we're always in club. Guys, of course, don't tell your kids to go to club when they're in campus. They should be studying. But yeah, so we'd always be out, you know, we're here, we're there. So I thought, Barry, use the laptop. When I need it for coursework, then that's when it will come back and that's it. And the first beat I remember Barry made, because he told me he wants to make a beat for me. There was a song by um, Wiz Khalifa. It was called No Sleeping. And it was like, no sleep. It was like trending at that time and all that. So I told Barry, I love this beat. Just try and redo it and we see. You get it. And Barry redid that beat when he had finished doing all his personal things. Like he was studying on his own how to do his beats because he had an idea. But I think he was researching more, meeting up with guys like Ethan, meeting up with guys like Sam Lamara and other people. So when Barry came, he played me a beat and I was like, wow, like crazy. Trust me. And... Just like uh, I think two years after, me and Baru did something that was more with Kemeshan, which, yeah, did what it did at that time. It was a dancehall vibe and all that, and yeah, played its part in the industry. 
interesting story. Uh, I definitely got excited to know, you know, this the origin of more and all that while I was doing uh, some work for Barrow. All right. Yeah, um, he's actually he's he's actually uh, one of the guys behind the album right now as well. He mixed like four songs on the album. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Dope. He's still very very good. Right. Yeah. As uh, we wrap up the the origin story, you know, Flex. Uh, tell tell me about your you know relationship with Ethan. You know. I would, uh, I would, Ethan, I would, yes. yeah, just hold on. It, it's more like the good thing the two people are actually on here. It's more like uh, cause and effect and the myth kind of uh, bromance relationship. Yeah. yeah. Um, my thing with Ethan is actually a crazy one. I met Ethan through Don MC. That's how crazy it is. You get it's Don MC that introduced yes. me to Ethan. We attended uh, the myths event at uh centenary park so the name is like yo this is the guy i was telling you about last week when we we're in studio because the myth had come to the studio south side south side was in uh, mango so the myth came to record and the myth came with john mc right so he's like oh man this is the guy i was telling you about the songs that the myth was playing this is the guy eight and this is the guy who does those songs i'm like oh the dope songs as well for navio he's like yeah he's a guy so man eight and exchange numbers and Boom. More than 10 years together, or 11 years, I think. Yeah. And Izan has produced the most songs for me till today. In, uh, just a couple of years back when I interviewed you for the podcast, I, I sort of asked, or I think I didn't phrase, when I look back, I'm like, what was I thinking? You know, question on the kind of sound you chose, the path you chose, you know, to explore uh, fusions, you know, of Juju hip hop and all that. Um, I don't know if you remember the question. No, I can't. Sorry. What was the question? I, I think I put to paraphrase uh, what I said. It was more like, so uh, what? What was like the motivation of you? You know, trying to explore Afrobeat, trying to go into this kind of sound. Because I think your your response to that was more like Ethan. You, you've worked with him, and he's always understood like what the people want. Yeah. Was it a conscious decision for you to choose not to be uh, like I wouldn't want to use the word typical. Uh, anyone starting out in hip hop would want to go to the basics, the boomba, the, you know, is in New York, blah, blah, all that, you know, was it a conscious decision for you to, um, even how you, you were working with Ethan, was it Ethan creating the sounds or it was more of your conscious decision? If I'm okay. to bring yes. back the question one more okay. time like that. Yeah. I think, uh, to start with, you asked me why I decided to do the kind of sound like uh branching out to the alphabets and all that at that time i think at that time mm. there was a lot of um i looked up to people first of all like general you know i looked up to guys like navio i looked up to guys like the myth you get so the music they were doing was already something that people love and it's out there you get they already have like a certain uh fan base a certain market for their sound right 
So, to come with a different sound, but still rapping, I had to come with something different. So that's how I branched out to do songs like Follow Me, songs like Shutting Down Towns, songs like Mo. I'm rapping, but at the same time, getting a commercial appeal. Because these other guys have the commercial appeal, but with pure hip-hop, pure in quotes you get. Like, it's the hip-hop that people know this is hip-hop. A song like Boss Vow, you get those songs would know, like, word for word. You get it. A song like Ingalo, you know? These are songs we grew up on. You get down. So, when you listen to the sound they were doing, it was the best sound at that time. But also, there was a time when Afrobeats was, like, catching up. And Uganda had not really caught up, like, in rappers. It was not, like, really heavy among hip-hop people. It was just... Uh, big maybe in clubs and things like that but not among the rappers so i decided to branch out in that way at that moment that's what i saw was my right direction like to take and for asking about ethan deciding the sounds no i would come up with the ideas for example like shutting down towns i wrote the chorus myself what matters most to sing it um same thing with leader with shilawaya i wrote the chorus myself got shilawaya to sing it I would just tell Ethan, like, can you get me a beat that sounds like this, like this, you know? And Ethan is very fast. Within two days, he'll get me beats. And that's how it would work. Yeah. Dope. Um, I think two years later, you answered the question when I am sober enough to ask the question well. <laughs> no, it's good. Right, cool. Uh, earlier on, two years ago, I was more starstruck, you know? <laughs> up. <laughs> no, no. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, cool. Um, uh, you talk about APAS almost, uh, I shouldn't say all the time, but within most of your interviews, you talk about APAS, who I think, not I think, I'm actually looking at um, Azalea around listening for Not For Self. Just to remind myself of uh, 2017, yes, and the years. He does the intro for Not for Sale, and I is also on the album Kampala Boy, which we are going to dive into in a few. Um, so how long have you been working with Monza? Epas, first of all, is uh, someone I also consider family. I've known Epas since Southside. When he did songs with Don MC, he did songs with Unique, he did songs with Imon Pro, who was the producer at that time, you know, Kena. So he was always at the studio. He was like, you know, a talent that is always there. Like every yeah. time he's jumping on something, he's delivering. Yeah, El Pass was a rapper. El Pass was a rapper before he did dancer, you know? So our relationship comes from back in the day, you know? Uh, then. We did some songs back in the day, me, Epas, Don MC. You know those collabs that <laughs> were just doing studio freestyling and stuff like that? There are songs that even never made it to the radios. We used to just record songs and stuff like that. So that's the, where the relationship comes from. So when Epas came to Buddy Music, that is at, um, at Buddy's, Bashir, um, he started doing the more professional sound and everything. You get... Uh, with Nesim as well. Barroso was with them at some point. Player One was there doing some songs as well. So we kept in touch. But we would always say, we need to get a perfect song. We need that perfect song, you get? We can't do what we used to do. 
So on the mixtape, I was like, no, I don't think I would want Epas to jump on this mixtape. You get, I would want him to jump on a real, like a perfect, perfect project, you know. And I think the timing was right for Kampala Boy. So he does the third song on the album. Yeah. All right. Um, to move away from the music a little bit, uh, if I was writing for you your resume or CV, I think the words hustler, as Navio says, on, um, on the not, not for sale. sale. Yeah, not for sale. Yeah. Yes. He says he says you are the African hustler, flex the hustler. Um, I, I want to understand how you've managed to, you know, be stay relevant within the music as you've been behind um, the rapperholics uh, where and on all. A little intro on to yes. rapperholics where, you know, for anyone who does not know that story. Yes, uh, first of all, Katon is involved. <laughs> That's why we've stayed relevant. But also, uh, Rapaholic Square, the story, <laughs> it's a funny one too. Easy Wear made the first Rapaholic Square t-shirts. We were going for a video shoot with Big Trill in Mokono. We were going to shoot Party Life. So we hit up Easy Wear like, yo, we need t-shirts. I mean, we have to represent our own brand, you know, like in the video, yeah, get. So he's like, yeah, yeah, cool, let me bring those. Easy comes, he slides by at the hostel. This is Karl Marx. Um, this is, I think, 2012? No, 2011. Easy comes by. We get up. Everyone's ready. We head. When we get to the venue, everyone wants the t-shirts. People are like, how much? I want to buy this. How much? How much? So I tell my guys, you know what? Tomorrow we have to bring these t-shirts and sell to everyone who never got because they need them. You get So that's how we started to start selling clothes. We had never had a plan that we we're going to enter this thing. You get so that's basically how the whole clothing thing started. Uh, yeah, and it's been strong since uh, 2012, no, 2011 towards the end. But commercial, 2012, I think, to make it proper, like selling and everything, 2012. Yeah. Well, hey, hey, man. Hi, brother. Hi, brother. Hello, Flex. What's good? What's good? What's good? What's good? <laughs> My dream. <laughs> Listen, when you say easy wear, who do you mean? Uh, easy way is easy, easy. Uh, uh, what's his easy, easy? The easy. artist, the yeah. painter. Yes. Is it? Yeah. You know easy what's crazy? Creative. Yes. I, I didn't know until right now, but you know he's the one who made the I'm so UG logo. Yeah, exactly. You see, that's the guy, and he's the one who made the Rapaulix original logo. So you he's knew that. Well. I just got to know this right now. Yeah, he's the guy. Oh shit! Then did Rapaholics logo? Did uh, all our first T-shirts? Oh. You know, yeah. Oh That's shit! Easy. I didn't even know until you said it right now because I was like, "Who is Easy?" Because the only Easy I know is the one who did my. <laughs> yeah, but no. him. Let me let me let yeah. you be, my brother. Let me let you let me follow the conversation. I'm here. <laughs> no, you stay around. <laughs> yeah. Man, so. Uh, yeah, that's, that's it. Uh, I'm proud and of And he's myself. doing well. He's doing well. I'm proud of him. He's doing the vectors, you know, different artists come to Uganda, different celebrities, different personalities, like people's weddings, you know. He's really, really killing it. So, yeah. 
Right. So, um, yeah. That's a journey, man. I, I've seen Easy Wear too. It's just just like Mr. Soyuji. I've seen his work and I'm like, okay, that's how far. Bro, mm. the industry is uh, resourceful. That's how resourceful we are, you know? It's a small yeah. world. All right, cool. Uh, just before we jump into the Kampala Boy album talk and all, recently, let's start with the documentary. Um, I think the other exclusives, the other things, uh, maybe everyone tuned in will ask the questions. Um, so you dropped your documentary, Flex, uh, Flex the Kampala Boy. Yes. And... Uh, well, for anyone who's seen you for a long time, we know how close you've been um, with Navio. Yes. Uh, and and you say he's a quote, quote unquote, he's been like a big brother to me, like a mentor. And then you say he's executive producer on the album. Yes. So I, I, I don't know how to ask the question at the moment, but talk about your relationship with them. Uh, just like I said earlier, the same way I've been close with uh, Ethan, uh, from studio, sitting down, listening to music, getting ideas. You know, you're sharing knowledge. Ethan is always up to date with the latest songs, you get? He'll tell you, oh, there's this sound, there's this, you know? Man, the roles in that guy's armor piano are good, but mm, he should have done this, you know? He's that kind of person. Like, oh, in your, you get so. That's the same thing with Navio. So Navio was listening to the album, not even actually most of the songs, just like five songs in, and he would always be like, why don't you get someone to maybe change these drums, maybe change this bass, uh, Mayo Med should uh, change the intro, you know, maybe make the chorus. Uh, start the song, not your verse, or maybe make the chorus uh, be in the middle and you start by rapping, you know. So that's all the executive uh, production he has been doing with me. But at the same time, uh, when you talk about the relationship, I mean, this is also from like 2011 till now, you know. And like I said in the documentary, the mini documentary, not a really documentary. Um, so from that period up to now, he has stayed constant, you know. That's even beyond the brother. That's like... Uh, a mentor, you know, it's not just music, it's family at the end of the day. Because it's a lot of stuff I've worked with. Like on his album, Strength in Numbers, you can see I'm on two songs. That is uh, Banji and Havana Baker. You get uh, beat shows from back in the day. You've seen us performing together when Neo is in the country, when um, different shows are taking place, Saudi Soul, blah, 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 everything. That's family, you get. So basically, Clear Cut were like mentors to me. And I thank God that they gave me the chance, the opportunity to even work closely with them and become part of the the family you get. So from all those days, uh, from when we used to go to campus shows, before even I was in campus, we used to attend uh, the bazaar. I did not know that I would also come back and perform at those same places as an artist, as Flex myself, you know? I used to attend those places because I'm with these guys. But now I would also, like... A year and a half or something like that after I came back to perform there myself again. When XFM was doing yeah. gigs around campuses and things like that, going through different schools, I was blessed to be among the artists performing with Young Molo and uh, Munji, you know, 
went, went through KIU, Makere moves and things like that. So, but all that foundation comes back, like it all dates back from the guys I was with, the things I was doing. You get, I was like, they gave me the blueprint, they showed me the moves to make and things like that. So, it's still like that till now. I guess I can use a Drake quote. Uh, I know you're a fan of Drake one, uh, once in a while. Uh, when he's found Drake, he said, uh, my, my, my high school reunion is going to be, will be easy for an appearance. I will make sure that everyone comes to was through security clearance. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, I guess that will be relevant for you as well. Um, all the reality so. came true. If they open schools. Dope. Um, so, so now your works on the album, you know, giving you ideas, doing the mentorship. Um, yeah, and that's the same way Ethan was on a, uh, what's it called? Uh, Not for sale, the mixtape. It's the same energy, you know. Just now, Ethan's been a little bit busy, but he's still around. Ethan produced in Bikwasagwe. Ethan produced a song with uh, Keko on Columbia. Ethan did a nice song called Chisa, but it's not going to feature on this album. Hopefully, it will feature on a deluxe version or something like that. But it's, it was actually my favorite. Sadly, it didn't make it. Okay, cool. Uh, the other person, you know, I'm trying to drive this conversation so that we jump into the album in a way that I, I, I want to give proper context uh, by the time we jump into it. Commission is one of the people you've worked closely. Yes, yes. From more and uh, on the the new album is on um what's the what's the track? Even not for sale. He actually did an interlude. The, the man them interlude on not for sale next step is by commission because Epas does the intro of not for sale. Then commission does uh, the interlude. Yeah, uh, um, yeah. Probably you can, you know, talk about you working with him because, uh, okay, I'm privileged to have listened to the song, but you are on the team on the album, and I find the chemistry, you know, the ease with which you guys, it seems like you just have so much fun working together. Yes, our commission is, is a genius. <laughs> what can I say? He's a genius. Uh, from even when we did more, you can listen to more and you'll notice that it was effortless in studio. You get? We went to Talent Africa, Baru, Sam Lamara, the old Talent African Bugolovi, and we did this song like I think we knocked it out in three hours. But in those three hours, remember the breaks, you know, just talk, you guys want to, you know, drink a little bit or things like that. So it was effortless as well and came out very good. So we thank God for that. It did what it did. So with the new song, um, it's called Jeez. Uh, commission just sent me a hook. He's like, bro, this is the hook I was thinking. I just freestyled it. What do you think? But people might say, oh, your name is mentioned a lot in the chorus. I'm like, no, let's do it. You get. And I played it for some people and the guys were like, hmm, this one's good. And they're not yes, man. These are dancehall. <laughs> fraternity people you know so they were like wow commission no and commission has always had that dance on fire 
you've seen it with songs he has done like with Munji, uh, Big Bumper, songs he did with Cindy, songs he has done for all those collabs, Lixwater and Roger, blah, blah, blah. He has always kept it pure. Like he keeps his dance so pure. You can even bring Luganda lines and all that, but uh, the accent as well, like the way he gives his patois when he's delivering his lyrics, he keeps it like, you feel like you're listening to a pop can or what, and I'm a fan of pop can, so I'm like, okay, if I'm going to get my pop can on my album, I mean, why not get permission, you know? So, yeah, that's the whole relationship with permission. Like, I just love his vibes, his energy. Yeah, I think that's what I can say about commission. Yes, Nove? Yeah, Nove is having some issues with his connection. Nove again, Z. Yeah. <laughs> Ask me something, <laughs> okay? <laughs> let's, let's take over and turn this shit upside down, nigga. Turn it up, turn it up. <laughs> I gotta behave still. No, please. But listen, you said... You- yes. You said you said uh, one of your one of your um, one of the songs that you like the most isn't making it on the on the official album. Yes. What? Uh, wh- why? Why is that? What? What? What issues do you guys have with with finishing that record and whatnot? First of all, shout out to Body O'Brien. I see you. That's my G. We yeah, did yeah. a song together. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, the stars have come out. <laughs> So, uh, the song Kisa is originally yeah. called, um, what's the original song? Uh, the original song is called, uh, sorry, I can't remember the original song. So, Eight and Sampled, Someone's Song. It's a pastor. Uh-huh. Yeah, one of these famous pastors. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's called uh, Brian Lovega. Uh, yes. It's called Weguku Vida. That's the, the name of oh, the, yeah. The original. Yes. So, oh, okay. the pastor that owns the song, at first had agreed mm. for us to like resample it, use it on the album, even didn't talk yes. about like royalties or things like that. But first we were like, no, we'll give you your royalties from DistroKid and things like that. But uh, later on, yes. I think when he sat down with these people, when we're about to release Yo, the album. Yo, what's up? It's your boy, Ajo, ch- and you're listening mm. to Nouvelle Live podcast, Hip Hop All Day, Hip Hop Uganda, hosted by your main man, Nouvelle Sean. You can also catch him on NouvelleLive.org. That's NouvelleLive.org. So, sup? Oh man, <laughs> imagine being the host and you happen to be told your gig is done. <laughs> Anyhow, um, so you know, Twitter Spaces is not yet as stable for some of us, and uh, I happen to have gone off during this conversation, but we are in luck. Uh, we continued with the amazing conversation in the next episode. So sit tight, check for the link to part two of the Kampala Boy episode right below. And uh, you. we had a very amazing conversation in the next episode. Check it out as well. Thank you for tuning in. I am New Version host Nuve Live. <laughs> I see you, my G. Um... Yes, Nuve, you when you went off, uh, the myth asked me about uh, the song Kisa, the song I'd mentioned that uh, didn't make it to the album. Yet, uh, mm. it was it's something that I said was my favorite. because uh, I'd also mentioned it to you earlier before you went off, but myth brought it back saying, Oh, let's talk about that, you know. 
So what I was still telling uh, the listeners earlier on before we went off was uh, that song is owned by a pastor originally. It's called um, Brian Luvega. So Brian Luvega, his original song is called No, the, no, it's called Weguku uh, Vida, sorry. So with this song, Weguku Vida, Ethan sampled it. You know how Ethan goes Kanye on these beats, so Ethan made a sick sample, you know, like, whoa, like one of the best, you know. Uh, so when Ethan does that sample, he gets it to me, I love it. We talk with these people, they agree, you know, everything is good, blah, blah, blah. Then when the album was about to drop, they changed their minds. They're like, nah, we can't have this out. It's a little bit too early. We'll release this later, but not now. You get so, yeah, they gave us their reasons, and because it wasn't his personal decision, although himself he liked the song, and Zanu gave the permission earlier on. The later one were like, No, I think it's too early to release this, so we put that on hold. Yeah, so I guess to be on a deluxe version or somewhere else, who knows? Yeah, so all right, dope. By the way, Baru um, Beats is on. Baru Beats is on. I want to send a shout out to Baru. Uh, I already mentioned how Baru produced. Uh, I mean, mixed most of some songs on the album, like four songs or something. And uh, yeah, they mm. sound very good. So shout out to Baru for making. Baru Baru should speak. Let Baru speak. No, 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 no. It's going to amuse me. Yeah, so Yo, no, 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 seriously. So you're saying you're saying um the, the pastor refused you guys to have the song. Does that does that change how uh not not refused but said hey let's hold on to it for a minute. Does that does that change how you you release your album? Does it yes. make you put in other other songs instead yes. of you know or, because the also, that song that you're talking about, does it clash with Mbikwasa Gwe? Or is or, or is it removed and then because of the fact that it's removed, then you put in Mbikwasa Gwe? How does that work? Yes. Uh, yes, when he didn't like the idea of the song on the album, um, or even not even just the album, just for the song to be released currently, we had to definitely add another song. There's a song I felt I didn't really like, on the album, I won't mention which song that is, so you guys are not biased when you're playing the album. Uh, but I had to put that just to fill in that gap. Then for Mbikwasa Gwe and this song, no, that doesn't clash at all. Um, Mbikwasa Gwe was more like a prayer to me, like it's uh, more of a personal song in that direction. And then for this song, it was a uh, it's a turn up, but at the same time, being grateful, you know, gratitude is a must. If you guys want, maybe I'll play that. But the myth had told me sound is not good when it comes to spaces. I would have sampled you guys. But yeah, next time. Yeah, no, spaces, the sound is not the best. But then also, also we want to hear them. The, you, you know what I'm saying? We want to hear. You have given us Mbikwasa Gwe. You have given us Yazariko mm. and mm. Level Up. So if, if we're hearing the album... It doesn't have. It's not like a fifteen-track album. You want yes. us to hear some some songs and be like, "God damn, that's you know that's fire." Oh, you know what I'm yes. saying? Yes. 
Yeah. Yes. But but let me ask, uh, on one of your songs, you feature Keko. Yes. Um, Keko is like the most elusive. Like, how, you, I know, me and you, I know, me hanging out with you or being around you, I know your relationship yes. with Keko is very close. Yes. Um. But then how how do you when do you get the song with Keko? Because the last time I was with you and Keko was when we went to Fort Porto together. True, true, true. You know, yeah. so I, I don't know, is this song recorded during that period or does the idea come up during that period? Or when when, when does that come up and how how is it that you you while everyone else doesn't manage to get in touch with Keko? You yes. always manage to get in touch with these people. Like hip hop guys don't. There are not many hip hop guys who have an A pass collaboration. Yes. But you have him doing your intro for your for your. You have him doing your intro for your for your mixtape. You have him doing this a, a feature on this album. You have Commission doing an interlude the other side. Like how how is it that you that you manage to get these collaborations with all these various artists from different genres? You know, but but most especially, yes. please just talk on the on the Keko collaboration. Yeah, uh, the Keko collab was also pure energy. She loved uh, Yenzaliko. She listened to Yenzaliko and was like, "Who's this?" I'm like, "Mayo." She's like, "Who's Mayo made?" You know, <laughs> so she's like. Uh, let's hit him up. This is what we can do with Mio. So we met up with Mio in his studio. Back then when Mio had not yet gone to Icon Studios, he was still working at um in Lusirids. Okay. Pure energy. We have pure energy. Nothing forced. Nothing planned. We left with the song in less than two hours, three hours. The rest of the time in the studio is just repeating to play the song, you know, how the song just keeps playing. <laughs> Like nonstop wait, when you're yeah, recording. So, so wait, so 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 you and her, you have to take this slow. You have to explain it to people. You and her, he he made a beat from scratch, and you guys wrote yes. the chorus and your verses. Over over, did he make the beat from scratch, and you guys wrote the chorus? Then you went home. No, and then no, no, back. no, not at all. Yeah, everything. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, uh, everything was done in studio. Mio, okay. Mio made the beat. Yeah, Mio made the beat from studio, and huh. then we recorded. So now, how it comes back to be Ethan's beat, like how I mentioned that Ethan produced the song, is that yeah. Mio lost the files to that song. Okay. Okay. So we had to repeat this song again in 2018, but we had the demo of the song. Actually, not 2018, 2019. So we had the demo wait. of the song. Uh, hold on. Wait, wait, hold on. Wait. <laughs> so when does the song go missing? Uh, we the, recorded this in 2018. The Mio version. Yes. So Mio loses the files. In 2018? Yes, but we had the demo. So we re-recorded we re our parts in 2019. Keko was in town in 2019? Nope, she wasn't. We were just communicating. Okay. And that's how uh... we did the video. That's how we also discuss about shooting the videos and stuff like Wait, that. Wait, the song, the song has a video. We actually lost that as well, but we think we will do. We are going to release it. We think we know where the footage is. Don't mind that. You get because I shot my parts in Dubai. Yes, yes I, I remember. I remember the Dubai because yes. you came back so, with Level Up. Yes, and so and Nicola. 
yes. And Keko and uh, Keko's patch also shot some things on her end. You get so okay. had 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 disc issues, things like that. But we yes. know what that's going to happen. Yeah. Who was stolen these hard disks? Is it is it shout out, shout out to Flex <laughs> for you know having a Keko feature when everyone was trying to get one because uh, the last time Keko was easily accessible was Mvuka Vuka Cipher. Absolutely. Yeah. That's why that's why I wanted that's actually why I wanted him to, to explain it to us. Like how is it that and he hasn't explained it to us. He said, "Oh, we were, we were." But then, how is it that you man flex? How is it that you still manage to to contact these people and they still come out for you? You know what I'm saying? Like, like, how is it that you you contact Akeko and she still comes out and says, "Okay, cool. Let me let me give you a verse. Even if I'm leaving for Canada, let me give you a verse. Even if I'm in, even if she's in Canada, she still manages to re-record. How is it that that happens for you?" Katonda is involved, first of all. Ah, and, shut uh, up, man. <laughs> <laughs> big fat. <laughs> but yeah, for real, uh, okay, I let think me. <laughs> maybe the relationship, the relationship you have with someone, I think, is what will determine uh, that, like, what someone will, the way maybe you guys vibe, the energy originally. Like, yeah. you asked me about Epas and commission and things like that, like how I've been with Epas for all these years, Zori's working yeah. with me for these years and things like that, I think it's because of the chemistry, the energy, like that natural thing, you know, like it's not force, it's not this, Epas will change your number yeah. and I'll still get his number, you know, you get that kind of thing. Uh, yeah, I get it. You um, know, well, like, like so when, when you say, when you say, when you say commission, when you say commission, yes. um, I posted, I posted your, I posted on my Instagram, I posted your album cover and track list. I haven't talked to commission in two, three years. Wow. Right? Two, three years. <laughs> yes. We haven't yeah. talked. Yeah, we'll see each other. We'll be like, yo, we haven't really talked. Mm. Yes. But in two, three years, I post your thing. He's on my Instagram, and today is the only day he comments. <laughs> Twice. <laughs> so I yeah. think I think the, the pride that people have when it comes to working with you is also something that 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 we we should actually pay attention to because it's not many many times people have uh, people who they work with and uh, you and I were always we're always together but I don't see commission yes. in our faces yes you know true. but I think he values he values what you bring to him and you know you clearly value what he brings to the table hundred percent hundred percent shout out to Chris I see you come on man. Yeah. No, so 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 now this this album comes out on Friday. Um it's your it's your first album. You had you had Not for Sale, which was a which was a mixtape. Um yes. the album drops on, on, on Friday. What is what what is the album saying? Because I know I know on, on in your documentary you said in your documentary you said you're talking it's your emotions, the highs, the lows and all that. But 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 I know Flex is not going to get Deep like that. Is wow. he? Is he? Because <laughs> I haven't heard the album. You know, yeah. you haven't played me the album, bro. Yeah. The last time uh, we hung out together in Kabira, we spent the night there, but you didn't play me the album. You played uh, other songs that are not on the album. No. Uh, you know? <laughs> yeah. Stone Age is dying. 
No, I swear. <laughs> Yo, Nube, Flex has like 500 songs that come out sure. after the album. Mm. Uh, and I yeah. think he's going to give us three deluxes of Kapala Boy. You know, <laughs> he has 500 songs that come out after the album. Uh, so that's why I'm curious. Yeah. Right, let, let's uh, let him answer. Yes, uh, about the album, you say the highs, the lows, and all that. Of course, I have turned up songs, man. You know, I mean, we have to turn up as, as well. But uh, it's a different direction from like uh, the intro. After the intro, the second song is uh, Chapter Gay, which we tried to sample earlier on with uh, Fig Famica, Navio, Mozilla Kids. And like I mentioned, uh, it's just giving Chapter Gay his flowers at the moment, like when he's still alive, I mean. But at the same time, also, it's a song that's highlighting uh, winning, you know. People can use this song whenever they're winning, anytime. I want, like, the phrase can become, like, I'm Chapter Gay, you know, you're winning. We did this song before Chapter Gay. I'd won all these other medals, the Olympics and things like that. I recorded this in 2018 yeah, after his first win. After his yeah, first win. Good. So, yeah, so it's something in that direction. Then also the other song uh, with Epas, it's called Not My Friends. This is a song that talks about... Uh, them being not your friends, I mean, you get. I thought Epas was going to give me a turn-up song. Like, oh, man, you know? You know the usual Epas, you know? Yeah. Girls, girls whining and things like that. But Epas gave me a, <laughs> an inspirational song, you get. So, yeah. not inspirational in that way, but, yeah. Message, yeah. you get, yeah. So, something with impact. So Quickly, I hold on, hold on. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Yes. Wait a minute, one yes. second. How do you get Fig for Maker on a song? Uh, Fig for Maker collab is actually something that we had ever talked in, I think, 2019, but didn't get to record anything. You get? Okay. And then we just keep meeting in the bar, you know, uh, uh, you know, just highlight each other, that's it. No big conversations going on, nothing like that. So I hit up his, um, his friend, uh, Mozello. So I hit up Mozello, I'm like, yo, bro. Fixed number is off. First, give me fixed new number. So he gives me fixed new number. Fix is like, send the song. So I send him the song with only Navio's verse. So when they listen to Navio's verse, they were like, Whoa, you yeah. guy, let's do this. Let's do this. The yeah. next morning, I wake up, verses have been sent to me by email. The same tonic scenario I told you earlier on. Yeah, yes. when we were discussing in the first space that went off. So yeah, yeah I was like, Wow. This is crazy. Does that, does that bother you? Because I've been in studio with you. Uh... I've been in the studio with you when when you hear a beat and and the energy you have when you hear a beat and you 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 create like remember on on my birthday you created like five choruses on one beat um so does yes. that bother you when someone sends a a, a chorus uh, sorry verses in versus you being with them in the studio which one do you like best I don't mind any. If the verse is hot, if the chorus is hot, when so email did or I'm with you, I think the yeah. energy will be the same. Yeah. Because it's like the song we did with Navio, Banji. Navio was yes. in the country when we did Banji. Yes, absolutely. You That's know? true. Yeah. We just emailed him Banji. He listened to it and yeah. was like, whoa, this is fire. He came to Uganda, yeah. did this verse, and boom, shot a video. And that was a classic you get. So I yeah. don't think it matters whether studio or the email you. Yeah. No, because why, why I ask that is because the, the energy that you have, I know you know, like yeah, how, yeah. how you how you like create. It's like, like 
Yes, yeah. Yeah, of course, I'll prefer actually to interact because if we're together in studio, we're going to discuss other things. There's when the music is just playing and we're just vibing. You know, I did mm. a song with Tonix on New Year. Uh, New Year. Yes, yes, of, yes. Uh, is it? Yeah, I think New Year's of this year. <laughs> yeah, 2021. 20, 2019 into 2020. No, 2020 into 2021, yes. Oh, yeah, I think. I have the videos. Yes, I have the videos. You remember how we did that song at Talent Africa? Everything was vibes, yeah. everything is energy, blah, blah, blah. So I I really like that energy at times, the interaction and the chemistry. Yeah, yeah I think I really prefer that as well. Although I don't mind the emails. If it's fire, it's fire. If it's fire, it's fire. Are there any, your international flex, are there any international collaborations or or are there any international uh, tours, uh, you know, for the new year? Are there any international tours? Because I know you're rushing to finish this thing this year. So are you are you planning for your 2022 with the album? What, what What's going on with that on the international side? Uh, first of all, I think I might head to Kenya next week for the Hennessy okay. event. Yes, mm-hmm. then after the Hennessy event, we might do something in uh, Tanzania for New Year's. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so basically that's, I think, what we're thinking at the moment. Something, because there's a show in Tanzania, and we're still in talks with that, for that I mean. And then also, Kenya might be next week actually on Friday. So... That's what I think is on the table at the moment. Yeah, when it comes to the international front. But uh, for collabs on the album, time round, uh, I did mostly with my fellow Ugandans. So the deluxe version, maybe as well, we can spread out and do other things. But this one, well, purely, maybe just the intro, which was just a drop from Soily, you know? You have to shake yeah. up things as well. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So, uh, So you have... You have uh you have um the, 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 the song with the pastor that, that didn't make it. Uh but can you tell us about any other songs you know any other songs that should have been on the album that didn't make it? Is it possible to tell us yes. anything like that? Yes. Well, Actually what else? I was supposed to do something with uh Timothy Cord. Uh um, oh, nice. yeah. Baru made the beat actually Baru's just going off right now. But Baru that made a beat. Baru. Yeah, Baru made a beat that he sent to me, but it was really late. If we're looking at pre-order, pre-saves and things like that. Mm. Yeah, it was kind of late. But that song was supposed to have Timothy Code on it. It was a drill beat. I think that's the only oh. thing that I feel I missed for that, for the album. That's what I feel. So, I how, so what do you do with that what do you do with that type of song? Also, drill is like is like uh it's a moment type of, of genre. Like, I'm a piano is such a... I, I mean, I'm a piano might go on for, for two years or whatever, but it feels like a moment type of genre. So what, what happens with those with that? Do you, do you release it as soon as the album is done and people are enjoying it, then you release it? How do you release, like, something like that, like a drill type of song? How do you release that? I think uh, the energy has to be ready for it. Like you've said, uh, it's a moment kind of song. So if the yeah. energy is right, when the album is, uh, when we release the album and we're already doing promos for it or pushing it here and there, I think it will be right to also release the drill song in the process of that. Like when, when the album is still moving, we release that, I think. 
Yeah, because Taka is really a good rapper. Oh, is Taka was Taka on it? Yes. Taka is on it. Baru is here. I see you, Baru. Baru, just Wait. talking about the beat you gave me. <laughs> Wait, the, the song was with Taka and Code or just... Wait. Yeah, Taka and Code. You were going to have a song with Taka and Code? Yeah. <laughs> Yo. Uh, allow me did they know? express my excitement. No, they didn't. But yeah, we said it here. They did, um, but tomorrow they will know, I guess. No, let's uh, keep it between us, guys. Flex. Everyone flex. in here. I'm yeah. seeing you, Taba. I'm seeing you. Uh, who is this one? Priscilla. Muyanja. I'm seeing Mr. you. Mr. Chai himself. Rufin. Everyone, just keep it between us. Let's please get this damn collab. Oscar, of course. Shout Come out. on, man. <laughs> so let's let's make sure this thing happens. <laughs> uh, shout out to everyone who's tuned in. I just wanted to comment on uh, what you were talking about. Flex having, um, you know, Tucker and Code like on the same song. Of course, you've made it clear. Like they are not aware, but they didn't know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, just something about like your your how flex moves for the people listening. I think flex is is a cool guy. You know, he knows how to you know find his way around almost everything. I don't know. I'm, I'm just thinking it's it's humbling seeing how he has navigated you know the industry so flex for me those are, those are my props for you thank you thank you all right cool um then you mentioned sway lee how do you get sway lee on uh you know for the intro i think uh that is which year was that? 2018? Yes. I linked up with Swahili. Just told him, hey, I'm releasing an album. I thought I was going to drop it in 2019. Didn't release it at that time because you've seen me talk about Kampala Boy for quite a while, yeah? So we told him, uh, I was like, actually, I'm, I talked to him. He's like, yeah, cool. The manager's like, yeah, you guys go crazy. Knock yourselves out. Let him give you the drop. And he's like, cool, let's do this. He's like, it's your boy Swahili, blah, blah, blah. And that's how the drop came about. So recently, when we were going to release the album, we asked them, can we use it for the album? And they were like, yeah, cool. I mean, it's not a song. You're just using a voice. And if it's helping you, go ahead. So that's how it came about. Bruh. Yes. So Swahili is featured on the album. We don't care whether it's Flex a song or not. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a his manager is called Migo the Plug. If you check him out on Instagram, that's his name. Migo the Plug, that's his manager. He's only moved with everywhere in different countries and stuff like that. So they had no issue with that. So, because at first I was like, are we going to use it as a skit? Are we going to just put it on a song, you know, disguise it so they don't block it when we post the album? They were like, nah, it's just a, an intro, you mean? Just go crazy. Nice. Yes, um... I feel like it's easy for you to secure collabor- collaboration. You know, how do you do No, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> not at all. Mm. There are many collabs I want that I don't think I've gotten. Yeah? Mm. There are very many. 
Yeah, I just thank God that at least I've gotten some of the people I look up to, you know. If I work with someone like um, Keiko, even if she's a friend, like I look up to her when it comes to hip-hop. Someone like Pippa Maker is big when it comes to hip-hop and generally in Uganda, the commercial market. Someone like um, A-Pass, of course, you get. So people working with these people is not like uh, something I take for granted. Even if we're friends, I take it as something uh, serious, you know. I see it as a blessing at the end of the day. Even the painting itself was done by Hattie Max. I mean, this is one of the best painters that I know like, in the world. I can't say Uganda, you know, the mm-hmm. world. So for mm-hmm. him to make that canvas for us, it's special itself. You get, he made this canvas for two years. Mm-hmm. You get, so that's a blessing. I don't take that for granted. Let's talk about that process. I know the documentary is out and it's sort of great. What, what was like, you know, going on in your mind, choosing to have, you know, this juxtaposition of you. I know I wrote about uh, the meaning of the, the yes. cover, but to you, what go, what was what is on your mind at this point where you are like, um, I need to have the grown version of myself and the actual boy. Uh, but I think you're around twelve. I don't know. You tell me the the other version of you that is yes. young. Yeah. I think actually. Uh... I didn't come up with the concept of it. All the credit goes to Hattie Max himself. He's the one who came up with the concept of uh, make a bigger flex and make a smaller flex for the painting. He's the one who thought of this, not me. You get his one who's like, um, yes. My thought was going to just make an ordinary painting, you know, just have flex there, right, Kampala boy, and we're done. That's what I, I thought. But for him to come up with the idea of just get a big flex, flex, then a younger version of you, eight-year-old, you know. Then add Kampala, add this thing. And he kept thinking of more things, like the 1,000 knot, the Lukumi that's in the background. He just thought of it towards the end when the painting was almost done. So I give him, like, all the flowers for that. His one who came up with all that. It wasn't, like, my end. I'm like, oh, do this. No. no just, I was like, just get flex, right? Kampala boy, put some border borders and taxis and we're done. So he's done all thought of all that. Which of the songs on the album is your favorite? At the moment, uh, originally my best was what I told you, the one that didn't make it on the album. That was Chisa. Yes, that didn't make it on the album. That was my favorite song at that time. Uh, but at the moment, I think, I like the song with Lagoon. I like the song with Lagoon. I love his sound, you know. It's called Loose Driver. I like that. Of course, I like um, Bikwasagwe. And um, which other song, you know? <laughs> There's a lot of... Okay, maybe the song with Nesim as well. It's an experiment for me. I like that. So, yeah, I think those are the ones that I can think of real. Oh, all right. Um, I, w- I wanted to think... Out. Let me rephrase that. I would think Yenzali core remix would be your favorite because you've done a remix. Yeah. Speaking of that remix, actually, as well, um, another exclusive for the myth. <laughs> Let me give the myth another exclusive. Um, mm. 
the Yenzali Core remix was originally supposed to have uh, Benny Black as well. Say what? Blizzard. Yeah, Blizzard. Yes, yes. Yes, it was. But uh, the producer delayed to mix his vocals and yeah, things happened. We released it like that and um, it's also a good remix the way it is because it's an EDM version. Shout out to mm-hmm. Baru. He's listening right now. He's the one who made that new version. He's the one who mixed and mastered that. Yeah. Uh, wait, oh. sorry, sorry. What What did you say? What happened? What, what, <laughs> the remix? What's going on with the remix? Yenzaliko, the EDM remix. Yes. Was supposed to have Blizzak. It was supposed to have Blizzak. Ooh. But the producers delayed to mix things, this and that. The producer was Baru, you know? No, 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 no. <sighs> Baru just did mixing and mastering. Baru didn't do anything. I to be using. <laughs> yeah, he didn't. So that delayed that. Baru, I just told Baru to mix that. I, 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 hey, Flex, there's a song There's a song I asked you about that you were supposed to do and release. Where is that song? <laughs> uh, I know the song you're saying. Uh, that is the Flex remix? Yes? Yes. Yes. X, that's coming on the deluxe version. Um, shut up. Yeah? This thing know. is going to say everything is on the deluxe mm-hmm. version. I see Wed, Wed, uh, hip hop, Solomon Basuta. Shout out to you. Yeah, hold on. How does Wade get on your album to 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 have an interlude? How does that happen? There's a Wade interlude, right? No, I'm actually on Wed's album. He's on. I'm on Wed's Wed. album. Okay, so what is he doing on your album? If I'm not mistaken, he's on your album, yes. No, no, no. Like, I'm on like, his. Yes. I was on Wade's Unsung Hero. Yes. Oh, no, no, wait. Not Wade. Wake. A poem by Wake. Oh, you're saying Wake. Yeah, oh, yeah sorry. Yeah, yeah. My, my apologies. My apologies. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, actually, Wake is... Wake is Wake. Like, he's one <laughs> so of the what? best to do what he's doing. <laughs> Explain. <laughs> that, yeah. No, I'm saying, like, he's one of the best... Like to do what Point. he's doing, no? oh, like he's okay. good when he's a good rapper, he's a good composer, he's a good lyricist. He listens, he understands, you know. Like he creates, you know. He's a real creative. Uh, so how it comes to get onto the album is, uh, I was inspired by an album of someone who is also here listening. Somehow, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, the myth is album. The myth had. Uh, spoken word poetry and things oh. like that and yet yeah and yet at the same time i always wanted to get something with spoken word you know so i was like oh actually the myth pulled that off very well and i've always wanted to do that for an album so who's the best person to do that work maritza you know? oh, no. yeah. work and we killed it no maritza is good at 100%. <laughs> he killed it on your album but yeah we yeah. did well I just gave him what I was thinking. Like, we exchanged ideas together, sat down. Like, we planned, like, different things together that I think Kampala is like this. To me, Kampala is like this. Even him is like, to me, I think also Kampala is like this. So we exchanged ideas, had the script, revised it, both of us edited it, and that's how the poem comes about. Mm. 
and it's really beautiful. Mm. That's how it, yeah. Right. Nice. Um, nice. So the album drops this Friday. It's 14 tracks. Yes, please. Right. Yes. Um, do you do you, you plan to do do you plan to do some sort of event or something? Uh that's been the idea originally, uh, to have an event. But we're thinking we can't release it, have the event this Friday, or that would have loved to have it this Friday. Uh, some point the team were thinking it's better to have it after. You get not just like a listening party, but to have a, a celebration kind of thing, you know, not a listening party. Mm-hmm. So that's what we're thinking as well. Yeah. So like an invite or something. Yeah, it will be just... Yeah, invite only plus minus invite only everyone who's like, if you know you're my guy, I mean, just come, just come and pass by those doors, knock them down. <laughs> There's nothing like VIPs or what, what, you know, like it's freestyle. Yeah. Hey, Flex. Yes, boss. Do you, do you feel like there's any pressure? You call yourself the leader of the new school. The album is called The Kampala Boy. You you have you have this this art art piece that's your album cover. Not not even it's a great grand art piece that's your album cover. You have this documentary. You have this rapperholics brand. You know what I'm saying? You have Sway Lee on the project. You have his drops. He's talking about your, you and your album. You have Savara from Saudi Soul. You have a homie from Morgan Heritage. You have all this. Do you feel like there is pressure for you? If 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 people sit down and listen to your album, do you do you feel like it's pressure for you to deliver? Truth is, uh, yeah, just between us, I mean, <laughs> truth is, yeah, there's a little bit of pressure. When I was doing some of the last songs, I was like, man, these ones I was just rapping, you know, like the song with Keko, um, Chapter Gay, it's a usual flex, you know. But mm-hmm. the last songs, the last songs, I was like. I have to make this perfect. I have to really get in there. I want to also become a fan, like to listen to them as if I'm listening to something that I want to listen to as well. You know, like as if I'm listening yeah. to someone else's project. So some of those songs were a bit tricky. Like the song with Lagoon, I yeah. I ended up just writing it in studio, but I felt I should have gone with it home, felt it more, you know, like had it longer basically. I felt like but why, did like maybe but why didn't you? Was there pressure for I you to have No, I couldn't mm. because of uh, the, you know, with this whole new I thing know. going on, pre-orders and pre-saves, you have to send mm. in songs two weeks before and things like that. And I recorded mm. this song before I left for Fort. Yet the pre-order ah, was going to happen. Yet the pre-order was happening that Friday. So mm-hmm. I had to record it and even send it for mixing and mastering that same period. Actually, Baru helped do the other levels. When we met in Fort, to reduce some levels and things like that. So those last songs, there was a little bit of pressure. Um, but we had to go in. Yeah. You know, so 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 do you feel like do you feel like when someone is done with track number 14, the song is done, the album is done, do you feel like they will be satisfied with what you have given them? Beyond satisfied. Nice. Yeah, nice. I think. I, and nice. also the diversity in the yeah. songs, because there's hip-hop, there's trap. Lagoon like, just checked in. What up, Lagoon? There's all sorts of different sounds. 
Oh, yeah. shout out to Lagoma. Just been talking about the song right now. How crazy is that? Craziest thing. We need <laughs> we need to give we need to give Laguma mic because I need to ask Lagoma. uh Lagoma of sensible invites. Because I need to ask you and Lagoom, your styles are completely different. Like Lagoom is like, like how I hear it, flex. You're very, you're very uh, outdoorsy. You're into the clubs. You're into these these vibes and all that type of stuff. You like to do your thing, um, but uh, and you like to turn up. And Lagoom, he might have that, but then he's very also in tune with the emotions and all that type of stuff. So Lagoom, me asking you how how. How was it? Because if I'm if I know Lagoom, he probably produced the song. <laughs> yes, he did. You know, did. so 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 Lagoom, how do you create a song for for you and your style with with Flex and his style? How does that happen? Uh, and for dude. and for you, Flex, how how does that work? But yeah, Lagoom, let's go. Well, go on, man. How's it going? How's it going? Um. On, I man. mean, when Flex hit me up about doing this, he just pretty much said, yeah. yo, I want this, I want us to do something that's very much molded around your style and what you do yeah. um, and just just express the way you normally do. And uh, he was like, mm. yo, make the beat as well. And I was just like, you know what, fine, let's do this. So I made, I think I made like two ideas and I sent them to him and he chose the one that he fucked with the most. But uh, it, it's, it's, it was a fun experience, not going to lie. Like, we didn't really meet up in studio to do this. We just kind of did it from where we could. Um, I did it from mm. my home studio, I think. Yeah. Uh, Flex did it at Talent Africa, not sure. Um, mm. But, yeah, we've I, I think we've created something really dope. Um, very, it's It's got rap elements to it. It's got some Afro elements to it. It's got some hip-hop elements to it, R&B. It's, it's a dope fusion mm-hmm. sounds. Uh, I'm looking forward to people uh, listening to it, man. To hear, yeah, hearing the feedback. I, I yeah. was asking, I was asking uh, Flex earlier if he feels like uh, the the recordings should have been done in the same room because I know how he operates when he's in the same room. But then Lagoom, I know you like you like to create and then send off stuff or yeah. or or. You know what I'm saying, like, or just talk to people and then get a feel, and yeah. you know. So, how do those two styles work when you're you're making an album, an album song? Because we can do that every day on songs that are just for just, you know. But if it's an album song, it's so important. Mm-hmm. How do you guys two styles work when when you when you're doing stuff like that? I don't know, Flex. You want to go first? <laughs> um. Lagum, you can go first. Okay, so, <laughs> I, I, I get what you're saying in terms of because these are very different ways of of creating music. Creating, yeah, yeah. People need to be in the room together, and then one where it's kind of just bouncing off ideas online and stuff. And I'm mm-hmm. I'm pretty okay with doing both. Um, but I think the reason it it worked really well here is because I kind of just understood what he wanted from the song. Um, he was yeah. pretty clear. Like when he called me, he was pretty clear about what he wanted from the song. What um, he wanted me to do. Flex, take your mic off. Flex, take your mic off. Sorry, shit. Uh, yeah, sorry, so Lagoon. So yeah, he was he was pretty straightforward about what he wanted. And when someone's straightforward in that way, it's pretty easy for me to create an idea that they'll like. Um, yeah. 
and and it it helped that he just kind of gave me free creative reign and we just said you know what we'll just we'll start with the beat and i'll create like a book an idea and we'll go from there and we kind of just created something that blends together really well yeah um, yeah so i mean it's 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 a different way of working this way like when you send stuff back and forth but i mean this is how i've been working for the last year and a half <laughs> yeah yeah in, in the pandemic yeah yeah um and which is fine um but i do i do also really like um meeting with people in the studio and actually mm. coming up with something together that's also a really nice experience um but hey i i, I fuck with both <laughs> nice flex your turn yeah um i think for me when i listen to first of all uh, lagum's uh, albums to start with I already knew that I had to drop something with Lagum. Yeah. Yes. I already knew that. Um I asked uh, uh what's his name? Quizy. I was like, yeah, yeah, Quizy, yeah. you always listen yeah, you always listening to Lagum songs, you know? Whenever I'm working with Quizy, he's playing Lagum songs. And I'm yeah. like Because We have, have to Lagum. fire we have to fire Quizy. Because he doesn't play our <laughs> scene. <laughs> no, Quez is Lagum's number one fan, I think. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Rightfully yeah. So, too. <laughs> yes. So, so at the same time I tell Crazy, you know, I have this guy's songs on my um iTunes and I love listening yeah, to his vibes yeah. and everything. But we've never really worked, you know. So I told Crazy when I'm doing Kampala Boy, I'm definitely going to hit him up. So he released the uh, Reza. That's crazy. Yeah, like yeah. that's one of like Uganda's best albums out. Not just this yeah. year, but in hip hop in general, like hands yeah. down. So the vibes, you know, the calmness, the calmness in this, in his like songs, you know. So when I listened to that, I was like, you know what, bro, it's go time. So when I called uh, Lagom, we discussed. I told him what I was also expecting from the collabo. He told me what direction he looks, you know, things like that. We discussed about many things and yeah we're here Kampala boy is uh, are we looking are we looking at that song uh because i i like the idea i like the idea of you two guys um you know because it's like complete like i said it's completely different styles different approaches but then do we see you guys maybe doing more music together or do we see you guys even this song that you have do we see you guys putting it on on visual and allowing people to experience that? Because the videos go further. Do, do we see you guys doing that and let people enjoy that even more? What happens with this song? Yeah, hundred percent. I think this is a single. If I'm oh, talking nice. about uh, nice. yeah, if I'm talking about lead singles, this is a single. Okay. Nice. It's not an album song, and I also don't believe in the thing of people saying um, you have songs for the album, like. Why did yeah. the songs on the album all work out, you know? So yeah. when I was recording this album, I wasn't looking at some songs to be just songs for the album. I looked at yeah. the songs to be songs to be out there. You get so this is definitely one of those. Okay, that's going to be nice for for the people to indulge. That's going to be yeah, one it's of a those. feel good. Yeah, it's a feel good song, you know. Mellow, kind of the vibe is calm, you know, chill. Yeah. yeah, it's something I know people would love. Right. Um, uh, Nuve had asked you earlier, Nuve, before I even write out, Nuve had asked you earlier, which song is your favorite? And you were like, ah, oh, this one, this one, this one, this one. 
but I want to ask you, like, which song is your favorite and why? Like the why? Why? Why is this song your favorite? Why is that? Because, because, yeah, because you, you you said even the, the song with Lagoom is one of your favorites, but I'm saying all out of because I think you mentioned four, out of the four that you mentioned, why are they your favorites? Yeah, because I mentioned before Sagway, the yes. song with Apas. Yes. Uh, of course, uh, the collab with Lagoom, Fake Famica. Yeah. I think so those, so those four, one, why, individually, no, just out of those four, all of them, those four, tell me why those four are your favorite. Like, if you're talking about your album and you want people to talk about your skill as a rapper and all that, why those four? I think, first of all, because of where, uh, for uh-huh. that one, like the reason I told you it's a personal song to me, it was more like a prayer. Yes. And Skies did justice to the chorus. Absolutely. You know, uh, yes. Then uh, the song with Lagoom is because uh, I'm also experiencing uh, different energy on the album, you know? Like, to me, it's not even an experiment as such. But, uh, mm. you know, it's new. I'm, I'm in new territories, basically. Like, in new sounds, you know? Yeah. Um, so I love the way Lagoom makes it dance. The energy, energy, his chorus is crazy, you know? So it's yeah. good for me to be on such songs, like the energy, you know? The new energy, the yeah. hunger. Then, um, mm. which other song did I mention? Actually, the song with Epas. Yes. Not my friends. Not my friends. Because I sent Epas the instrumental, expecting Epas to send me these party songs, and instead he yeah, sent me a song that has a message. Song. You know, he yeah. said he gave me back a song that has a message, and it's uh, something with impact. You know, that's called Not My Friends, and the song it's dancehall, it's for the club, it's heavy, everything, but the message is different. So. That's also, yeah, one of the reasons I love those. Then Chapter Gay, because of the message yeah. as well. Yeah, the message in Chapter Gay, yeah. Mm. Winning, um, you know, yeah. Then Keko, yeah, me... because I mean, Keko is Keko. <laughs> Come on, man. Yeah. That's, that's, the only, that's the only song, aside from like this, the lead singles, that's the only song I've heard off the album. And you know me, I don't like listening, you know, I don't like listening to albums until it's complete, until the project is done. I don't want to touch anyone's album, I don't want to hear it. <laughs> you know, you, you're always asking me, and I'm like, ah, I don't touch it. <laughs> you know, <laughs> so so hearing hearing that song with Keiko, I'm, I'm excited, because I've heard it three times, I think. Yes. Um, And I think I think that's, the track bangs hard. But now I'm also excited to hear these other songs. You know, just yeah. just to hear them, and, and, and what, the, just to experience them. Let me see. Yeah. yeah, no, the song with yeah, Keko bro. bangs 100%. Bangs, 100%. yeah, that thing knocks, bro. Her Who produced energy. that? Mio, Mio and Ethan. Mio, yeah, Mio did the first, then Ethan did the yeah, that song yeah. rock, bro. Yeah, Ethan's mm. crazy, he's <laughs> a genius. Bro. That's it for me, man. Congratulations, brother. Blessings, it's about nice. time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I won't tease you anymore. <laughs> the album is here. <laughs> thank you, thank Congrats. you, thank you. Oh, I have one question, one last question. Sure. Okay. What happened to the beat produced by Chapat? <laughs> oh, I see Chapat is here actually right now. I've seen it, that's why I asked it. <laughs> Timing, but it's coming, Chapat. 
it came in the same period with the album. Remember, we're running up and down, blah, blah, blah. But that song has to drop 100%, 100%, 100%. Yes, Chapat. <laughs> laughing, but yeah, I'm serious. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm done with the questions, bro. That's it. Congrats, bro. Yes, no, Friday, we're, yes, no, we're ready. Friday, we're ready. Yes, no, yeah, I don't know. This, yeah. this question should have come earlier, but I can ask it now. Um, okay. When when did like the Kampala boy idea pop up or hit you? Because uh, the myth tried to uh, hint on your transitions. When you first came out, you were a fresh prince of Glass City, right? Mm. And and then we got to hear you're the new school leader, and then you transitioned into Kampala boy. If I'm not mistaken, uh, 2011, that is Fresh Prince of Class City. Then around 2013, 12, like New School Leader. And then um, from 2016 onwards, I, I, at least if I check my, my records well, that's when you started saying a lot of Kampala Boy and you dropped these other titles. When was the shift and when does the idea hit you? I think, uh, actually, it was 2012. Not even 2016. From 2012, I was mentioning that in my drops because I'd be like, yes, I saw your boy Flexi Paper, a.k.a. the Fresh Prince of Class City, Kampala Boy. Like, I would always do that when I'm doing drops for, like, stations or DJs, things like that. So I would just say that because already Fresh Prince of Class City you get, so the whole idea of Kampala, then I was like, you know what, then let me just call myself the Kampala boy and, yeah, and representing for the city. Then later on, because back then, to be honest, it wasn't so deep like that. Then later on, I decided to basically also really represent like what I'm saying, you know. Yes. Yeah. So on Vuga uh, Kampala, I think, remix. Yes. Album Finally, the album is out. Yeah, um, Vuga Kampala remix actually, yes. I shout out to Price Teva and all the other artists who won that one. Yes, and in that song, because Price Teva is talking about um, Vuga Kampala, you know, representing Kampala. So when he hit me up uh, with Baru Beats uh, to do that, Baru Beats produced that song. When he hit me up to jump on that, I definitely wanted to put the word Kampala boy out there more. So I took that as an opportunity to make it more pronounced at that time. So that's why I started my verse with Kampala Boy, Kampala Boy, Kampala Boy, Yani, you get, so. And then also the song we did with uh, Jay Watts, you get Hala Hala remix, had to also push the same thing, so yeah. And kept that, like, going on. Actually, those are the songs which I did, the first songs I did where I was doing Luganda and English. From those songs coming up, like, up to now, you will always listen to most of my verses is Luganda, English, Luganda, English, you know. Okay, nowadays I'm a little bit of Swahili. <laughs> but yeah. And it's a conscious decision, isn't it? Yes, it is, 100%. And I love right. what it is. Like, I love the way the songs come out like that. And uh, you try to hint on how you came up with Bungie. It makes sense now. Yes. Right. Shadows uh, to me, you made for that one. Yeah. This next question is not even related to the music, but maybe you answering it 
says something, right? So okay. while in Kampala, uh, and you're probably hungry, Rolex or Chikomando? <laughs> Uh, I think a Rolex. Rolex, uh, yeah, because it's quicker, right? Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's easier, quicker, to have. Mm. I, I think uh, we are about to close this. If there is any question from anyone who's tuned in, though, I would like to hear something from Baru. Baru, would you say something? Fuck Baru. <laughs> uh, Baru, come and say something. <laughs> I love Baro. Right, Baro. Uh, for for anyone tuned in, if you would like to ask Flex a few questions, I think on our end we have exhausted them. On our end, uh, shout out to um, Lagoon. I'm still looking for you to have you on through, you know, the podcast. Kindly respond to my 2016 Facebook uh, inbox. I don't know if you use Facebook anymore. Ah, uh, bro. Really? We send my email to his management. What's wrong with you, man? Can you behave? What's wrong with this guy? The miss. The, the, the Must the be email, bro. Must be email. Uh, I'm uh, I'm here, I left you have a long time ago. Kampala boy. Kampala boy. Hey, what's a Kampala boy talk without some humor, bro? <laughs> I usually call Flex the number one hustler, microphone controller. He knows why. My dear Baru. All right. Um, Hello? Baru, speak. What's up? Flex, we hear you. No, Baru? <laughs> Very silent, thank God, because what was that intro? Yo. Yes, Baru. Stop that pause. Why are you hating on me, man? (laughs) (laughs) This is a miss, man. (laughs) (laughs) Baru, you were supposed to have sent me a beat five weeks ago, bro. My schedule has been fucked up, man. Shut up, man. You see? <laughs> I swear to God. <laughs> you've, been posting, you've been posting how you're, you're making so much money, you can quit tomorrow. <laughs> I can quit today, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Love it. <laughs> yeah, Flex, uh, man, congratulations. We've been waiting That's for it. this album for too That's long. Man. It's, and thanks for... It's about, it's about thanks, time. Jay. Thanks a lot, my yeah, dear. And um, thanks for being part of the process, man. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm glad. You know, we started this thing together. 100%, bro. 100%. And now we're here. Yeah. <laughs> I was with Apers on Sunday. You were saying uh, uh, when we came on, uh, like even before we, we, we made sensible stuff, we knew yes. we were going to, to fuck up the game. So it, it's, it's about time we do that. That's family, bro. And, Yes, and I'm glad this album is dropping. Nice. Um, so we do have yeah, yeah, so, yeah, and you know I have something something coming out after you, so I better release this. quickly, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. Here we go. Great. But, me, but, but... Barry is the type of guy to drop uh, five projects 
in the year. EPs or album. So shout out to you, man. Hey, thanks, man. No, man. The schedule is taking me. Barry is one of my inspirations. Trust me, real fast. Eh? No lie. Yeah, Barry, I mean, you guys. We talked about Please. this. You know what you did? Please, stop saying this stuff. Bro, what did you know what he did? Me. Tell Barrow, us. You know what we talked about, man? You tell us. Barrow, what did he do? Barrow has released the... Uh, even the albums. No, and everything Barrow does has always created an impact in hip-hop. You get, like... So what did he do? Yes. <laughs> he knows <laughs> Flex, flex, just, just tell this guy, man. Tell this guy what I did. Tell us. <laughs> Why are you? Why are you guys? Um, uh, we have someone uh, uh, to say something to him. Uh, we'll get back to the jokes. Uh, Priscilla. Hi, guys. Hello. Flex, I wanted to say that I'm um, super proud of you. That this has been a long time coming. Like, yeah, you know. And that to see that you have really, 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 really come through and, you know, which is just yes. honorable to watch. Thank you. Really, really proud for you. Very, very happy for you. Um, um, guys, just the beginning, and I wish you all the best. Like, you're doing thank good. you very much. Franchise, there's everything going on. Awesome, awesome, awesome. What, like, keep it up. You are the leader, <laughs> indeed. Thank you very much. 100% super humbled with those words. Yeah. Yes, thank you very much. She didn't say none of that shit for me, my nigga. Thank you, Priscilla, 100%. I'm humbled and I won't disappoint you guys. I'll make sure, like, we push this further than just this album. Yeah. Hey, Flex, on, on this album, do you talk about being short? No, I don't. <laughs> Why, man? The, this wasn't a Chicago album. It was a Kampala Boy album. <laughs> okay, good, good, good. <laughs> Double checking. Ah, man. Oh, uh, Flex, congratulations, bro. I'm out of here. All right. Blessings. Thank wait, you very wait, much, brother. We out. All right. Yeah, thank wait. you, everyone, who's been listening in. We've come to the end of the conversation. So, Flex, any final remarks? Uh, first of all, thank you, Nove, for hosting this. Um. Thank you to everyone who has taken that time off to listen to this. We had the first thing that went off and still we managed to still discuss more in this second space. Uh, Oscar, I see you. Kason, who took the picture for the album art after Hattie Max did the painting. Baru, of course. I see you. I am fine, China, 100%. Claret, blessings. Um, everyone that's on right now, Gilbert, you know, Nothing but love for all of you guys. And uh, Kampala Boy drops on Friday. So let's get it. Salome, again, blessings. You know, one of the best talented artists I know in Uganda. Uh, Wade, let's get it. Shaba, 
Yeah, everyone, 100%. Katonda is involved. Let's do this. Katonda is involved. Kampala Boy Flex the paper. Uh, shout out to everyone who's tuned in from earlier on when we started. Uh, I And the technical issues on my... Place on Myra. We managed to be here yes. this far. So I guess it's good night from me. Uh, catch you for anyone who'd like to listen to the previous conversation. Uh, hopefully soon they're going to be out uh, in form of the Duvel Live podcast. So tune in whenever you see the links to the podcast. All right. See you and have right. a good night. Congratulations, Flex. Thank you. Bless up. Good night.